Do you dream of being CEO of your own empire, running your own company, achieving your life's goals, yet wake up in a cold sweat next to last night's takeout leftovers and a pile of bus ticket stubs? You um, are not alone. Like many others, you are suffering from a classic case of caviar dreams, tuna fish budget. I'm Margaret Josephs. And I'm Lexi Barbuto. And every week, we'll be talking to influencers, trailblazers, disruptors, and risk takers who'll share their own journey to caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. Side effects may include increased motivation, boundless happiness, and a fast track to success. Good morning, caviar dreamers. We're back. Hello, caviar dreamers. Here we are. Another week, another episode. Yes, I'm super excited. We have an amazing guest today. We have Laura Taylor from Mingles Mocktails. And today, we will be talking all things entrepreneurship and that big, scary thing that we call change. Yes. I mean, she was a major executive. And then she started her own company, not unlike the Marge. And she took a leap of faith. And we're going to talk about, like, what sets people apart and what makes them do these major leaps of faith. Absolutely. And I think one of the things that does set people apart, especially, you know, working with you for so many years, is fear. People are afraid to make changes. They are afraid to follow their dreams because who knows what might happen. I know. And I think everybody operates out of fear and fear holds people back. But women, especially women, nothing against you fabulous men, but women especially are fearless. And, you know, that holds people back. And I'd like to say I'm not fearless. Sometimes I'm a chicken shit. I'm not going to lie. I can't even sleep in my own house by myself. But... What's the worst thing that can happen? People tell you no, you can fail, but every day is a new day. Life is a party, and you just show up to the party. What's what's the worst that can possibly happen? Absolutely. And there was one thing you said in the first episode which people loved, and I've heard people quote you, and that was when you said you pull up your big girl panties. Yes. Even though I don't, I'm don't, i not known to wear many underwear, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I do pull up my big girl panties when I have to do Your things. theoretical big girl my, panties. My theoretical big girl panties. Joe would like me to wear panties more often, but my theoretical <laughs> big girl panties, I have to pull up a lot. I don't always like to do it, but... You have to do it. You have to be a grown-up and just get on with it, right? You Lexi, do. There's you a have famous to face, story. You have to face things head-on. And there's one story where you face something head-on that I don't know if anyone else in the world could have done but you, but this is one of my favorite Marge stories of all time. Yes. Everybody knows that I've been um, screwed a lot and sued a lot. Not screwed a lot, you know, meaning screwed in business, not Yeah, don't panic, Joe. But, yeah, don't panic, Joe. I mean, that too. I've been screwed a lot, but we're not going to talk about that. That's a whole other podcast. <laughs> That's a different and podcast. It's, it's not for this one but anyway I've been sued a lot and I couldn't take it anymore and I was sued by this company iWorld and it was I was caught in between two licensees and I was hemorrhaging out cash my bank account was frozen I was still managing to eat obviously and I was in a restaurant with Marge Sr. and who comes in but one of the owners of iWorld I see them and I said Marge Sr. I cannot believe it there's Isaac Hamway with his wife she goes, Margaret, you go over there, and you end this lawsuit right this second. I was just in a deposition with him a few weeks prior. And I said, all right, I'm going over there. And there I go over, teetering over in high heels. Him and his wife are sitting there. And, of course, what they're sitting, and he's about boob height because I'm standing over him. And I go, Isaac, I can't take it anymore. I, I can't sleep at night. My mother can't sleep. I can't live like this. This is no way to live. His wife goes, you know her mother? What's going on, Isaac? What's happening? And he's like, Karen, Karen, it's not what you think. It's not what you think. It, it seemed like we were having an affair the way I was crying and carrying on. And I was like, we've got to end this right now. I'm coming into the office. <laughs> and it was it was so, but 
I faced it head on. I confronted him. P.S. That second, he said, I'm calling you tomorrow, probably because he wanted me away from the table because his wife was going to stab him. And we ended it. I went into his office the next day. We worked it out like adults. We're in business now. The lovely Isaac Hamway and his partner, Morris Beta, we're very close. They're my biggest tech licensee. They do my pet products. We're in business. We're making back the money we all lost in our lawsuit. And it's amazing. I faced my fear head on. It was just a conversation. We handled it like adults, and we moved forward. And I think another thing with that, I mean, how long had you been in a lawsuit? It, it was a long time. That was going on. It was going on three years. We both could not believe it. He, They thought one thing. They thought my other licensee was paying the lawsuit. They were mad at them. I actually was caught in the middle. I did nothing wrong. I was just caught in the crossfire. And I thought something of them. We had preconceived notions. Lawyers were involved. And we realized that being in business together, we could make more money than fighting. So it was great. Absolutely. And that's it. Just being humans, having a conversation, facing fish, just walking over there and seeing what could happen fixed everything. We were just away with them in Orlando. Yes, we had a great we had a great time. We make money together. They're one of my best business partners ever. And I, we can't believe we laugh about this story all the time. But say if I was too afraid to walk over there. Most people wouldn't want to walk over there. They're in a lawsuit with them. We're, you know, costing all the money. People would be bitter about it. Sometimes you have to swallow your pride, pull up your big girl panties, walk over, suck it up, do what's best for the whole, and move forward. Absolutely. And that's something that we've talked about a lot, you know, in our office is turning negatives into positives. Exactly. And that's one of the biggest negatives. That lawsuit could have gone on forever. Yes, and cost me a lot more money. And my house then would never be done. Absolutely. But now, thank God. Your house is getting done, which at the moment I'm managing the project a little yes, bit. Yes, Lexi, Lexi, who is a master of many trades, and we, she always says she wishes, you know, she wasn't a jack of all trades, but she really is, and she's managing the house project with numerous people, and she's unbelievable. And that's why I always say, I mean, are you technically a millennial, Lexi? The funny thing is, millennials start in 1981. I was born on Christmas Day, 1980. So, you so could technically, be. I'm like on the cusp of millennial. But I didn't grow up under millennial attitudes. So I grew up. I like. I quit college. I'm going to be honest. I didn't graduate, mm-hmm. which I've always felt is a major negative for me. I started work as a fashion merchandiser at 19 in a company that had 11 stores. We grew to 72 stores really, really quickly. Um, And I learned a lot on the fly in my job. Well, you're a genius. Thank you very much, Marge. Yes, you can do anything. I'm going to take that because you know why? I'm learning to love these compliments and I'm learning to realize that things that I thought were negative are actually a positive. I always thought as a jack of all trades, what a loser. I didn't finish college. I'm not like specialized in one subject. I'm not great at one thing. I'm a master of none. But I'm beginning to realize, and millennials are teaching me this for sure, that it's amazing to be a jack of all trades. It's amazing to be able to pick up and learn new things on the fly. I'm managing the house project. Yes. You have to do so many different jobs working for me that you're so capable. You're a mother. You run my company. You're managing my house project. We're hosting a podcast. We're hosting a podcast. I mean, look at us. You You can use a hammer. That's right. I'm very big on the construction. A construction worker's daughter, that's what it is. But the good thing is, I think we're learning from millennials as well. They get, they do get a bad rap as you know, not serious, not taking things seriously. But they're breaking rules that I'm now thinking is great to apply to our lives too. I agree. They create industries, and if they don't want to follow corporate America, 
They create new industries that they feel comfortable working in. And I think that is what is so amazing. So I've learned from millennials as well, and it's, it's unbelievable. But with that being said, I want to get to our guest, Laura Taylor, because she's so impressive, and I've learned from her, and I'm super excited for her to come on. Let us introduce Laura Taylor from Mingle Mocktails, whose story really encompasses all of these things. Hi, Laura. Hi. I am so inspired by just being part of this wonderful chat. Oh, well, thanks for coming in. I just want to tell people a little bit about your background. A bit of background. Go ahead, Lexi. So, Laura, you are San Diego native. Yes. And you graduated from California Polytechnic State University in a very, like, male-dominated industry, industrial engineering. How about it? That doesn't sound very exciting, but it is... It was for me. You know, um, my father was actually a uh, soap company plant manager. It was a family business. And um, my mom ran the office of that soap company. So I had always looked at it as I want to make money. I want to do so in an industry that I feel challenging. And based on my background, that's what I felt comfortable with. So I just went for it. That's, and you always smelled so clean, too. I'm yes, sure. yes, yes, yes. I mean, listen, you had a big job, lots of dinners, corporate events. Yes. Alcohol was flowing. You were like probably like a party girl. You're a hot girl. Everybody, you can't see her right now, but she's very, very attractive. Thank you. Very sexy. She's juggling, you know, being a mom, a mom of two, you have two children. Yes, that, that all sounds very stressful, doesn't it? I've got a yes. big job. I've got people that work for me. I, I am still married, by the way, happily married to my wonderful husband, two kids. I, I love that. Yeah, so I had a lot on my plate. And um, it was uber stressful. You know, I'm a very socially active person. My job did require me to do a lot of cocktail receptions and business dinners. And then, of course, we did dinners with friends and parties and all that. So there was a lot of partying involved. Yes. And were you cocktailing up at those parties? Uh, <laughs> you can say that. Uh, yes, I did enjoy one or many cocktails back in the day. Well, you can't tell because you're you're very fit. I'll give you that. I mean, exactly. Jesus, you're you're and your skin looks amazing. But I think what it, you're getting at is um, the reality is I found that I drank too much. And, you know, I am open about the fact that I did drink too much because once I opened up to that fact, I learned I was not alone. So I was drinking too much to get away from the stress of, you know, working as a career woman, working as a career mom, you know, trying to be all things to all people. So I turned to the white wine or the occasional vodka to kind of relieve that stress. Like so many yeah. people do, me included, I, you know. You know, minus myself, because I guess I'm a control freak and I get horrible migraines, everybody turns to something to relieve their stress. Yes, I, yesterday I was home with three ma- kids. Yeah, my friends are major cocktailers, or, you know, some of my friends take edibles. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, a, you know, just putting it out there. Because people need to relieve stress nowadays. And the world has become super, super stressful. And Marge Sr., you know, she drank when I was growing up. She's a known partier, cocktail queen. I couldn't watch it, really. It made me extremely nervous. So I turned in the opposite direction. Everybody always mm-hmm. thinks, Marge, you got a drinking problem. Mm-hmm. You don't drink. I actually do not have a drinking problem, people. I just don't like to drink. I choose not to drink. I get horrible headaches. And and that that's my story. So tell me, what made you decide, you know, to leave the corporate life and start Mingle's Mocktails? What was it? Yeah, it didn't happen overnight. So, it, it, you know, I'll just kind of hit the key milestones. So the hardest thing in all this is 
quitting drinking. And once I put down the drink and started looking at what was going on in my life, I realized that I wasn't maximizing my potential. I looked around at my career, at my family, and I thought I could be a better mom, I could be a better wife, and I could do something more meaningful with my career. So while I kept working, I came up with the idea to start a line of non-alcoholic cocktails because I got sick and tired of asking for that seltzer with lime and then people saying, well, why aren't you drinking? Get her a drink. And it was just uncomfortable. So I wanted to provide something to make me feel part of the party. I hate the negative connotation when you say, no, I'll just have a cranberry juice and club soda. Yeah. What's wrong with you? Why is it not okay to say, I'll have a drink? It's a personal choice. You could do whatever you want. No one ever says, why are you having a glass of wine? Exactly. And I love, Laura, that you are so strong that you did this self-assessment mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I want to make a change. This is good for me. This is good for my family. And that you start a business because you wanted a solution in the marketplace. That's what's so impressive. Absolutely. When I came up with the idea, I was in the middle of a workout class, mm-hmm. and I actually stepped out and wrote it, wrote down on the uh, post-it note the term mocktail mixology because it hit me right then and there. I'm like, there's something with mocktails. And on the way home, I called my parents and said, am I crazy? What do you think about this? And naturally they said, yeah. But I went home that day and looked at the marketplace and saw a huge white space opportunity. In this pursuit, it was balanced with passion (coughs) and business sense because, you know, I still want to make money and I still want to be successful. But now I'm doing so with the mission behind it because more than 30% of Americans, like Margaret, don't drink, yet we've all been stuck with that boring seltzer or soda. And now we have mingle mocktails to make us feel part of the party because we deserve that. First of all, the name mingle is fabulous. It is Because I always say I love to mingle. A mingling in a party. Mix and a mingle. A mix and a mingle. You can mingle with the Marge. You know, I always say I'm all about a mingle. But when you did this... What were your friends like? Were your friends like being Debbie Downers about it? No, I think they were kind of scratching their head because they knew I had quit drinking, um, but they saw me carrying around these mock-up bottles and I was soliciting their advice on actually the label design and they were a little perplexed. But I can tell you now, those same people are sending me articles about the fact that this craze around alcohol-free living and mocktails is on fire. So I did find who my real friends were because those people have been supportive, like my parents, like my family, like my very good friends. They have supported me from the get-go and they believed in me. I think sometimes as well, when people are drinkers and someone else doesn't drink Mm -hmm. and says, you know, I'm giving up drinking, the drinkers secretly want them to fail. So you not only won in this game, you created a whole brand out of this, which is amazing. Well, I think Margaret can speak to the fact that when you don't have alcohol clouding your judgment or memory, you are forced to own your own who you are, your personality, everything about you inside and out. You are truly authentic because you're not clouding your personality with a buzz. So as a result of quitting drinking and pushing forward with this business, I've really built my confidence to a whole new level because I've had to. You know, I am who I am without alcohol, and that's who I am. You know what? That's such a a powerful statement, and I I absolutely love that. And that you've grown so much. I can almost get your eye. I know. Grown so much from this brand. 
and it, and it's unbelievable. But you've also made it super pretty. <laughs> you guys, yeah. yeah. Let's actually talk about the mocktails. Tell us what flavors they are. Yeah, so I've got five fabulous flavors inspired oh, by the top cocktails out there in the universe. And what is also important is they're super low calorie, natural, and light. Because, you know, we want to look good while we feel good. And if we're not going to yes. put alcohol in our system, I, I have it lightly sweetened with organic cane sugar. So now you can have a cranberry Cosmo, a Moscow Mule, a cucumber melon mojito, nice. a blackberry mm. hibiscus bellini, mm. and the uh, blood orange elderflower. Ooh, that, that sounds, sounds so good. Amazing. And they, they sound very, very glamorous. And they, and they look pretty, everybody. So when you see these, they're so beautiful. The labels are beautiful. The bottles are beautiful. They taste great. I've tasted every single one. And also, for you drinkers... You can actually still add alcohol to them, right, Laura? Absolutely. I, I do say, I mean, whether you want to mix or simply mingle, it's all about having fun at the party. And now I feel socially connected when my husband mixes his Moscow Mule and I have it sans alcohol. We're socially connected. Yes, that's great. It promotes inclusivity, which yes. is great. Also, it's good for baby showers. Yes. I mean, you don't need to go to a baby shower and get wasted. People are pregnant, okay? <laughs> I know. Not a good idea. You drunken whores. You don't need to be <laughs> only kidding. No, I mean, but at a baby shower, you, you don't have to be totally wasted. It's the middle of the day. I mean, you could have some people wasted, but the pregnant girls. Yeah, you don't want to make her feel bad that she you don't can't want to have make a cocktail her feel either. Bad. But you can have these in your drinks. It's so great. They're so super pretty. They taste delicious. They're they're good for you. They're all natural. I, ju I just love the, the mingles. And tell me, Laura, I mean, the beautiful thing is you've gotten into some major retailers with these yeah. when you've grown your business. I mean, this is, I mean, you're competing against major beverage distributors. I yeah. mean, the Coca-Colas and the Pepsis yes. of the world. I mean, this space is not easy to get into. It's hard to get that real estate with those giants up there. But I think you as a fellow entrepreneur know you have to start somewhere. Yes. And the best ideas are started with people who saw a need in the marketplace. So now I'm proud to say that I've gotten into stores like Wegmans, Acme Markets, Whole Foods most recently. But every idea starts somewhere. So I'm starting from the ground up and I'm starting to get up in the world. And I hope that, you know, people like you will help me do that as well. Well, that's what I, w I want to say. I think I'm a great face for this brand. And I do want to make a, <laughs> and a, a beautiful one. Oh, you are so sweet. I do want to make a little announcement to my podcast peeps. Laura and I met and we discussed because I am one of the few people who don't drink, a, a public figure who doesn't have any prior history uh, with alcohol substance abuse, which is not a big deal if you do, because I'm very proud of anybody who's become sober. Yes. And embraces their sobriety. But the Marge actually doesn't have any issues with drinking. I just choose not to drink. And I will be co-branding with Mingle. So you'll be mm -hmm. mingling with Margaret Josephs. And I'll have some of my own flavors. And I'm super excited to be doing that. So I will be co-branding with Laura because I feel like this is going to be a great partnership. But right now, I want to focus on Laura because she has built this brand up to a level and I'm going to help her take it over the top. Laura, you are selling to Whole Foods. Yes, Wegmans, Acme Markets, uh, some regional, many regional chains as well, Kings and Balducci's in New York. Um, I just got a major order from a national retailer for the holidays. 
uh, cost plus world markets. But I am working to get into anywhere alcohol is served and sold. So people who own liquor stores out there need to have mocktails for people like me so that when I buy stuff for the party, there's a non-alcoholic choice for somebody like me to enjoy. Absolutely. I know. Everybody just can't be drinking soda. I mean, I only have a Coke. I mean, I love Coke. I'm not going to lie. Coke, and, and that's not cocaine, people. That's Coca-Cola. <laughs> um, for when I have a headache. Because there's nothing like a Coca-Cola. But I want something else to drink. I don't want to be drinking seltzer when I go to a party. Or I'm always drinking an unsweetened iced tea. And iced tea really causes kidney stones, as Joe Benigno, who's been in the hospital a yes. thousand freaking times. And this is so great. An amazing mocktail brand. And that's why I'm so passionate about it and so passionate about Laura because no one thinks of us non-drinkers. And Laura, you've said alcohol consumption has gone down. Yeah, actually liquor sales are statistically declining because younger people are drinking less and more than 30% of Americans don't drink. So the trend is there to show that people are seeking healthier alternatives. If you know, if you're gluten-free or vegan, you know, everybody else has a choice in their diet, but us non-drinkers have not until now. This is so great. You came up with Mingles and now you're in Wegmans and Whole Foods. It's a lot more than that goes into the journey. Like, there's, there's major yeah, steps there's, here, as we know. And, there's and blood, I think sweat, people want to know this because you are so inspiring, not just to women, but to budding entrepreneurs. And I just want to get down to a little bit to the nitty gritty of that. There sure. is no overnight success. No, I wish there was. I know. Um, overnight success is over a period of years. So yes. how long, when did you actually start Mingles? Um, I came up with the idea and incorporated in February 2017. And by November, I had bottled product where I had a launch party with my friends and family. So I was really selling on my own starting in that winter, the Christmas holiday season of 2017. So it's been just a little over two years. Well, look at your growth in freaking two years. That's impressive. That's incredible and inspiring. And at first you were designing your own labels, like bottling your own products, showing up to trade shows, pretty much yes. th the way we used to do it. Yes. You know, we still show up to trade shows. Thank God we don't have to, you know, build our own booth these days. But yeah. it's hard. Yeah, I think um, women are hard workers and goal-oriented and resilient. So when I went into this, I did a lot of homework to validate the marketplace. I did come to New York and go to the fancy food show. I talked to at least 20 experts in the field, and they told me all the things that could go wrong. And it was really a, a number of emotional moments, and I, I shared with you, Lexi, that when I truly decided the moment I was going to do the business, I actually got down on my knees and cried because... I was afraid and excited about the journey ahead, but I knew there's that term, YOLO, you only live once, and I am sick of having regrets. The old Laura had regrets, the new Laura, me now today, I do it without knowing what will happen next, but I've got to. And fear could have held you back. Absolutely. And it's not just fear of business failing. I think when you're a creative and you come up with something new, there's the fear of being rejected mm -hmm. with your own idea and your own product. And I think it's important as like three women here to say, go for it. You know, you judge yourself much harder than other people are judging you. I think we're our own worst critic. Mm -hmm. So I know both of you must have had fears and anxieties walking into a room with a product that you poured your love, heart, and soul into. So how did you come, like, get over that fear? I mean, geez, that's a little question. I really turned to uh, women in the industry and women just out there that inspired me. 
Uh, there's a lot of women that, I mean, I'm thinking about it right now. One is Sarah Blakely from a business standpoint. Ooh. but Sarah Blakely yes. from Spanx, people. If you guys don't know who that is, Sarah Blakely is from Spanx. Unbelievable. Yeah, she's a badass. But then there are women who I just see out there. Um, there's the rock star named Pink. To me, she's a badass. Like, oh, yeah. unbelievable. All these women started out somewhere. She's actually from Philly, funny enough. But I look to people who went against the odds to be successful today. And Margaret is a perfect example. Oh, thank you, Laura. Starting with decoupage, and then before you know it, you're a sensation. So, uh, you know, to this day, I keep a wall of women that inspire me and brands that inspire me, like the Impossible Burger. Like, these are disruptors. It starts somewhere with somebody saying there's a need, and I'm going for it. And that's those are the people I look to when I feel you know, afraid, because they did it too. We all have to overcome our fear with faith. And that's a great takeaway for you guys, that when you see a white space in the market and you identify, you research it, you go for it. Both companies, Mingle and Macbeth Collection, both came from a need that both of you saw in the marketplace. It's true. We, We both did see that. But Laura, I mean, I feel like this was such a white space and it's I mean, it came to her in her exercise class, people. Whenever you have, I mean, this is such a lesson. Whenever you have an idea, I don't care where you are, on the toilet, in an exercise class, out to dinner, you stop whatever you are doing and just write it down. I mean, I wake up from in the middle of the night. I have dreams. I come up with a design idea. I I put it into my phone. I mean, some of my best ideas are in the middle of my sleep. I swear. I wake up and I I wake up Joe. I mean, one of them recently was um, cash in our points and go to Italy. I mean, that was all before coronavirus. And and it was was in the middle of the night. I woke him up. I'm like, holy crap, I'm going to transfer my points to Lufthansa. and And I got a great deal. With that being said, it's whenever the moment inspires you, write it down so you don't forget about it. And and that's the way you do it. And it is. I mean, I've, I've said it numerous times. Life is a party. Don't be afraid to attend. That's such that. a good it line. Really, it's true. And Say don't be again. afraid to. Life is a party and do not be afraid to attend. Everybody has the oh, same fear that you have showing I, up. I'm going to have to change like my mingle theme. I love yeah. that. That That's really what it's all about. It it's is. living our best life. And. If you feel afraid, I do this thing called a fear inventory once in a while where I write down what I'm afraid of, like starting a business that will fail. And then I answer it with, so what? So if you think about your biggest fears and the worst that could happen, you're going to walk away with a learning experience and no regrets. And I truly believe that. Another thing is I always say, regret what you haven't done, not what you have done. Yes. Because you do not want to go on your deathbed saying, I wish I did this. I wish I did that. No one remembers the things that they didn't do. You remember the things you did do. Exactly. So you just got to get out there. You got to get out there and just do it. It's better to try and fail and then just do it again because it's just like because if you didn't do it, that's that's being a bigger loser. I'm not trying, and And I'm sorry. It really is. Comes so much success. Most of the biggest businesses we know came from people who had failed multiple times. And learned something from those times. I was in an industry for a long time and, you know, the company collapsed and I moved to New York and started a whole new journey. And here I am. I'm so grateful. I just want to say this. How much happier are you that you are your own boss, that you work for yourself, that you left your corporate job? I'm sure, listen, I'm sure you made a lot of money when you were in your corporate job. I do miss that paycheck. I won't lie. (laughs) (laughs) But you are going to, this is going to, in the long run, this is going to pay you a lot more. Yeah. do you wake up happier? Yes. I think the biggest thing is fulfillment 
uh, you know, going back to that theme of no regrets. And what I knew is I could always go back to it. It was always there for me if I, I needed it. Um, but now not only am I my own boss, I hope that I'm providing a product and a solution to people who deserve it and need it. And there's such fulfillment in that. So if worse comes to worse, you know, the people on the podcast are like, I don't know if I want to buy this Mingle and something sideways happens. At least I tried, but I truly believe Mingle will be a success. I really do because we all need something like this. So I mean, Laura, it's already a success because it's A, you're waking up happy, yes. you're smiling, you're fulfilling a need. You're in so many major retailers already, which is unbelievable. I met you, which I'm super happy about. And you've made me happy. I have something much better to drink. We're going to co-brand together. I feel like it's only up from here. And you're doing it a little bit over two years. Yeah, I mean, I am on Amazon and online, but my hope is to be uh, crossing the West Coast by the end of the year, which actually I know is a foregone conclusion. But I will say it takes women supporting women to make this happen. And, you know, I am so grateful for your support. I'm so excited on collaborating with you because you have inspired me. The moment I met you, you. this woman is a fireball. Her energy and passion is contagious. (laughs) So I I should take it back. Mingle will be a success because Margaret Josephs is a fireball. And she's going to help me make it a success. Thank you. I feel very passionate about it because I do feel like So many people question me why I don't drink. I've been accused of so many things. They're trying to find out some hidden secret. People are trying to trick me into drinking. I'm always afraid someone's going to roofie me. (laughs) The hidden secret is you get migraines. The hidden secret is (laughs) I get migraines. And Marge Sr. drank when I was younger, and I find it very unattractive. I like to feel lucid. And I like to make fun of other people that drink. I mean, look at the people I surround myself with. There's a lot of drunken psychos. (laughs) It's definitely the benefit to you on your show to be the one that doesn't drink. Yeah, I like to be. I like to be lucid. I think I'm crazy enough without drinking. Could could you imagine people if I drank? What I what it would be like? I'm already a loose cannon. Well, it's funny. You know, people do. They're saying things like uh, "dry January" and "no drink November" are at an all-time high in popularity because. You choose not to drink because you want to be in control. And yes. this woman is the girl boss, right? She's the, the real girl boss. She is always in control. People are seeking to drink less because they want to be healthier. Maybe they have a big day the next day or they're designated driver. Now, whether you alternate, mingle in a cocktail or just choose to take the night off or like us, you know, we just don't drink. There's something fun and fancy that makes you feel part of the party. So you don't have to feel left out anymore with mingle mocktails. That is just what's so impressive. Um, tell me, how does your husband, does your husband love the mingles? He has to, but he also helped me. I think one thing that I did early on is I asked him to participate in the initial collaboration. I came up with these flavor profiles and he helped in the tasting process to make sure, you know, if you make somebody feel part of it, then they have to like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good takeaway. So he was part of the, the flavors. Yeah, I actually developed the Moscow Mule with him in particular so that I could capture the male audience. Oh, my God. I'm yawning. I'm so sorry. By the way, you guys, I'm yawning here, and it's contagious. That was a face. That was a face. I mean, if you you know the way I yawn, it's like a camel. I mean, my mouth opens so big. It's, like, frightening, and I don't know what's going on. I'm forever tired. Maybe I'm low on vitamin D. It's okay to be tired because you work so hard. Yes, I do. I, I do. You. But that's that's how we know I'm getting older. I feel like I sleep a lot. Maybe I don't. But, but you were talking about my husband, and I am fortunate between my husband and my kids – 
we touched on why we do things that we do and I am hoping that my teenage kids who put me through the ringer by the way but I'm hoping I'm setting example for them to follow their dreams and their passion uh, but my husband I call us team Taylor we are equal partners in this we're going to celebrate 25 years of marriage oh, congrats. this year congrats. Congrats. amazing that's I a know. big deal so we are very supportive I'm supportive of his career he does say once in a while can we please not talk about mingle <laughs> like you, I'm obsessed I come with in, up with inspirations all the time and I just have to keep going so it's really in my blood once you start a business you cannot stop talking about it I completely completely understand um i have to ask you another question because i think this is helpful to entrepreneurs or someone about going about getting your investors and putting together your business plan i'm sure your business background helped that yes so i think getting investors did you go to friends or did you go to outside companies because i think friends sure. and business sometimes gets tough because i've had issues with that i've learned so much about this um I was fortunate that when I solicited feedback from people in my network who I trusted to give me the honest truth, a couple of them came back as investors. So that is just like the true mark of you know confidence in me, which I'm so grateful for. But moving to the next level, I am seeking more funding and I'm having to open my network beyond friends and family to people who are seeking to participate in a mission, a business with a mission behind it, to to do something with their with their money and invest in me. So you can go the venture capital route, but for now I am looking for additional investment through individuals and family offices to support Mingle growth. Okay. Ooh, so potential investors out there. If yes, you're interested. If you're interested, Laura is looking for potential investors. And you get Laura and you get the Marge. Two for the price of Two one. Two for the price of one. <laughs> Look at that. This brand is growing. She's a major retailer. So I'm just putting that out there. Potential investors, if you're listening, Mingle Mocktails, next big thing, which is fabulous. So, Laura, what new products are you going to be doing moving forward? Because now we have the mocktails. You were going to be doing some other things that you were telling me about. Yeah, I have explored, and it is the plan to add a sixth flavor, which I'm very excited about. People have told me that a margarita is essential. Yeah, I want to call it the margarita. The margarita. The margarita. I love the margarita. And then um, single serve options are hot, so I'm working on that as well. Oh, good, good. Mm -hmm. And you were saying you were going to do it in cans. That is the goal. So I could do individual glass servings right now, but it's just not, you know, it's all about cans recyclable, it's lightweight, all those things. So looking at single-serve cans. Okay, so that's great. That's very exciting. Yeah, people need the single-serve cans because I think when you go to the beach, mm-hmm. yes, great that's for so the beach. great. That's great for the beach. When you fly to Italy. Yes, yeah, when, that's you, right. when I fly to Italy, I'm <laughs> going to need it on the plane. There. God willing, you know, I did cash in for first class, but I'd like to have my own drink anyway because the we have to get this on the airline. We do. We have to get oh, this in the air. Believe me. So back when I did drink, the, you know, a nice first class flight is like an open bar. So for those of us who don't drink anymore, uh, having a mocktail like this on the plane, I think, is imperative. And cruise ships, too. You think of all these boozy places. Mingle yes. belongs there. Ooh, and yeah. I mean, the way people are getting quarantined on cruises, we must get this on the cruise ship. We must get this Because to them people fast. are stuck on cruises for a goddamn month these days. People are having a freak out. Yes, exactly. So you're, you're stuck on a cruise. We need the mocktail. We need the Mingle's mocktails. Sales are going to soar. <laughs> I mean, it's going to be insane. Well, Laura, I am so super excited that you came on. 
on today. And you and I obviously are going to be spending a lot of time together well, because I'll be mocktailing it up. And people will be mingling with the Marge. Thank you so much, Margaret. I mean, I'm Thank so you. excited for your support and to be teaming with you on this collaboration. It will rock. And Lexi, you're lovely. I, it's just such a pleasure to be on today. I just can't thank you enough. Thank and you for coming on. I can't you. wait to get a uh, mingle in my glass. Yes, mingle. And that you shared all your business acumen and your story is so fabulous and so, so inspiring. And you're helping so many caviar dreamers. Thank you so much. Well, I'm following people like you who have broken the path for people like me. So thank oh, you for that. Oh, thank you. That's such a great compliment. Thanks, Laura. Thank you so much, Laura. Well, everybody, I hope you enjoyed our little session today because this was very informational and hopefully it'll lead you to your caviar dreams on a tuna fish budget. And if you head to the website, margaretjosephs.com, click on the caviar dreams section, you could see Laura's bio, her picture, and you could see some of the takeaways from today's session. You can also follow us at Caviar Dreams Tuna Fish Budget on Instagram at The Real Margaret Josephs at The Life of Mrs. B. And uh, I'm at Mingle Mocktails on Instagram and Facebook, as well as minglemocktails.com, and I'm on Amazon as well. Great. Okay, everybody, have a great week. Till your next session with us. Keep dreaming, Caviar Dreamers. Okay, so false alarm, we're back. Yes, we are back because I just want everyone to know that was a pre-recorded session with Laura from Mingles. We did make a joke about being on a cruise ship. This was before we realized, everybody, we're in a freaking global pandemic and it is scary. Yes, this was recorded probably three weeks ago now and so much has escalated in the last three weeks. We are close to New York City and right now we have a hospital ship that the Army's provided docking today. Um, Javits Center has been turned into a hospital. The country is slowly but surely going on pretty much an, an all-state lockdown. Obviously, we are the epicenter here in New York and it really is a crisis. Yes, and we are recording this right now from my bedroom floor we have been social distancing. Lexi and I are not social distancing because we've been together through this entire pandemic. She actually lives down the street and we're only seeing each other, my immediate family, obviously, Marge Sr. And Lexi is part of my immediate family. So we've been recording the podcast now moving forward from my bedroom floor and guests will be Skyping in. So no one start yelling at me saying, why aren't you social distancing? Because we are. And we take it super seriously. I mean, even now we are set six feet apart with our microphones. Yes. I'm a neurotic wreck. I wash my hands literally every five seconds. Me too. And I do hope that everyone else is safe and well who's at home listening. Yes. And I just want to give you guys some inspirational words because while this is a horrific, horrific time, we are losing loved ones. A lot of good comes out of bad times. Besides the fact that we could be checking in with loved ones, we can be brainstorming while we are home. I just want to give some words of enlightenment because if not, we'll all be going absolutely crazy. I am probably going to be on my 600 pound life after I come out of this. <laughs> People, you know, are probably working out and getting healthy. The Marge is eating herself into an oblivion. I'm not going to lie. I really have to start taking walks and hikes, but right now I'm really enjoying my uh, fatness, which is, which is okay. And I don't want everybody shaming me and making fun of me when we're out of this, when Listen, you see me. There's no shame in that game. You no. enjoy it. Enjoy it while you can. Yeah, I really enjoy my eating. I'm just going to say that. You know, food is comfort. So no one complained about that. It really is. Who doesn't love a nice big bowl of pasta and meatballs? And I happen to be a good cook. 
popular contrary, you know, belief that I, I can't cook. I actually am an amazing cook. And, jo- I and Joe likes it. I can attest to that. You are Joe, a good Joe cook. likes a lot more to love. Say what you want. Those Italians, that's what it is. Yes. So Lexi and I have been doing a lot of research and we like to brainstorm during times like this. And this is a great time to be an entrepreneur. You guys could be home brainstorming. And the last time we were in a horrible recession was during 2008, between 2008 and 2010. And some of the most successful businesses that we use all the time came out of that time. Let me tell you about one. Uber. Do you believe Uber was created then? Who doesn't freaking use Uber? That came in a time when people were home thinking. The creators of Uber thought of it in 2000, between 2008, 2010, when we were in the worst time ever. People were destitute, feeling shitty. The market was down and Uber came out of that time. Lexi, what else came out of that time? How about Venmo? Who doesn't use Venmo on a daily basis? Yeah, Venmo came out between 2008, 2010. I mean, I am constantly Venmoing people. And thank God for Venmo now in a time where like, maybe you can't get to the bank. Maybe you do need to pay someone money. Maybe parents need to get money to their kids who aren't at home with them. Thank God for Venmo to make it so easy. I know this all came out of a very bad time. Airbnb, Airbnb came out during a recession. Again, that's a whole new industry that changed the way people travel and the way people stay in accommodations. That really was a game changer. And hopefully we'll be back traveling again sooner than later. Pinterest. Oh, I live for Pinterest. We use Pinterest a lot. Every day I'm on Pinterest. I'm coming up with ideas for the house. I'm coming up with different ideas. So this is what I'm saying. In a bad time, people came up with great ideas. So this is the time to be creative. Think of what is needed. I want the next idea to come out of this horrible Corona crisis because People are going to be inventing things, coming up with great concepts. I mean, it's it's unbelievable. What else, Lexi, came out of this? Oh, Square Reader. Square Reader. I mean, crazy. Everybody has that little Square Reader. When you swipe in the credit cards on your phone, the little Square Reader, we use it for our website. Don't we use it for oh, our website? Yeah, we've used it previously for all our trunk shows too. And that became so popular that you could even buy the little Square app and the little Square um, like tile. You could buy those in a Starbucks. Yes. And then also, if you have a small business currently, uh, people are in a panic. What are you going to do? People are out of money. People are being furloughed. Forbes has an amazing list out currently on Forbes.com. What to do in this crisis. Lexi, you met, read more about it. What does it say? Yeah, so it's a state-by-state list of resources. And it's to help small businesses with um, federal and government resources. So there's any breaks on there, any um, grants that you could get, any financial help and any advice. And it breaks it down state-by-state. State. They keep updating it too. So the last time it was updated was Saturday. So if you check on our website, margaretjosephs.com, under this caviar Um, dreams episode you will see a link to that Forbes article we'll put it up there because I find that very helpful yes um I'm gonna say something really superficial right now if you heard Lexi speaking right now and she said resources um (laughs) everybody is writing about Lexi's accent some people are saying they find her annoying which yes irritating even uh, irritating and I love her voice everyone's like what accent is that what accent is that Lexi, could you please talk about your accent one second on a yes. lighter note? I think it could actually be the most polarizing accent of all time. I live for your accent. You know I love your voice so much. So I don't know how anybody could find her annoying. I think you guys just don't realize where it's from. It's not fake. It's it's not some made-up voice. No, this is the real thing. I was born in the north of England, close to Manchester. 
I moved to New York in 2007 and have been here ever since. And I think I was infiltrated by all you New York, New Jerseyers. So now my accent has a sense of confusion. Yes. But people have liked it over the years. I've recorded many voice messages for people, many many, uh, voicemail greetings for companies. People always liked it. Everybody has always loved Lexi's accent. So much to my surprise, when I read some of the reviews, they're like, I can't take the co-host voice. I mean, who is, I mean, my voice is draining on people. I've had people insult me over the years, but now everybody's used to the Marge's crazy loud accent. And and now they're like complaining about Lexi, which I find completely entertaining. Well, that's okay. If my annoying, irritating voice delivers you some premium inspirational uh, content. content you just got to take it you got to take the good with the bad these days yes i you know it is i the jersey has an infiltrated lexi's accent but well, i happen to love it you guys you know you got to get used to it she's she's the most cutest fabulous girl and and very inspirational so she's lived her caviar dreams coming, you know, coming to America. You know? oh, that's right. I packed my little bag, came here and changed my accent with it. Yes, and changed her accent with it. So it's it's just a combo. I just, I had to digress for a second because I was just thinking about it when she said resources. Yes, but, there are a few things I say a yes. little differently. So with that being said, I just wanted to add on to our, our lovely podcast that we just did because I know everybody is home and, you know, wondering what they're going to do with their lives. Some people, you know, are doing just fine and still working from home. But so many of you guys possibly have been furloughed, laid off, lost your jobs. And and, it, and it's tough times. And, and we're all in this boat together. And we're stronger together. And we're going to have resources up on our website. And every week we're going to be delivering you great content, entertaining content, inspirational content. And... Um, and that's it, Caviar Dreamers. Love you guys. And please feel free to watch, reach out to us. And then I'm going to put up on my Insta story any questions you guys want to ask us. So I would love to hear from what you guys want to know, uh, feedback, and and questions so we can answer them for you. Absolutely. And those of you who are at home who, you know, who are still doing okay and can support small businesses, like you heard from Laura and Mingles today, you know, there's a lot of small businesses out there that are struggling right now. So if you can shop a little bit and support some small businesses at this time, it's a really good time to do it. Yeah. Or order from, if you can, only if you can order from your local restaurants that are doing takeout. I've been ordering from my local restaurants. I want to support them. These are places I frequent. My waiters that I love so much, they have families to feed. So if you can do that. But in the meanwhile, please stay safe and healthy. Love all you guys so, so much. Talk to you soon. Stay safe and well, Caviar Dreamers.